I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Nikki. And I'm Wu. Welcome to Beads and Butter. Oh my god, these questions are so good. Are you ready? Are you ready for these okay, go. questions? Okay, Let's go. Do you have a routine since you became a full-time entrepreneur? Definitely for you. <laughs> I didn't realize it said full time. I thought it said like since you became an entrepreneur. Um, do I have a routine? I mean, you just went over it a little bit. You talked about your exercise in the morning, your nap, and then what? You go into the office. I do. I go into the office, and when everything is like you know, kind of cool, like regular, I will have a hard boundary to leave the office when the staff comes in um i want them to have full autonomy i love to be in there by myself just because i love to be creative i make a mess i drop things and i know it's hard for people in their late teens to not laugh at a middle-aged woman tripping and falling over things that she knew was already on the floor so i prefer to do that alone um i have that routine I like to do my cardio at 5 a.m., do the evening workout and or a Peloton ride, and I love to cook my dinner. I don't feel like cooking my dinner, so I do a lot of Uber Eats, and that is why I am no longer platinum. I believe I am diamond or something because we just we have to just order that. But I, I love to do that, work a little bit, come home, and, and spend that quality time with my husband. I really, really enjoy like that's the cherry on top of a day is to just sit and listen to him fuss about whoever works for him and we can watch horror movies together or discuss horror movies or whatever um or watch goodfellas i i love that so my routine is pretty consistent but when i'm busy it's just it's all over the fucking place you can't really get committed to a routine as a full-time entrepreneur, because it's really all about being flexible. Like, if you don't have any adaptability, you are going to lose your fucking <laughs> shit. As an you cannot be married to the way you did shit yesterday. Um. So I know this question wasn't geared towards me, but I I have pieces of routines, right? So I do the 5 a.m. workout. Um, some days I go into the office <laughs> afterwards, um, and some days I work from home. Um, 
on the days that I work from home, I like to take a nap. And sometimes it's not a nap. Sometimes it's just um, taking a shower and uh, putting on my, my smell goods and laying in the bed, looking at the phone. Watching, watching, or catching up on Hulu, whatever came on last night, you know? Um, and I'll, I'll go into the office and try to get as much done as I can so I can hopefully leave early so I can come back home and get to beating. <laughs> yeah. Um, and everything is kind of off right now because I'm still trying to situate myself in uh, my new place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out my storage. What you say? Oh bungalow. bungalow. Okay, that's cute. Um yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna set these beads up in here. Like I have all the things in here, but how it's going to be set up who knows? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm not... mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what my routine I is think not a... quite a routine yet. That's the answer. Thank you, question person. Question person? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Wumi is sober. She said question I'm person. sober, but I am tired. Yes. Um, how long did it take for your family and friends to understand your entrepreneurship path? Oh, um, I'll say I, I have some friends that are only now, I don't know, accepting is the word, accepting that I have a business. Um, I had someone ask me just last week, well, how, how do waste beads work? And this person has been in my life for over 15 years. <laughs> so they are very aware that I've been doing waist beads for a long time. And I'm just like, you know what? Um, I can't be annoyed. Don't be annoyed. Answer the question. Okay. Well, sometimes. kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> Only sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, how long? How long for you? How long did it take for people to understand this is what you do? Um, family and friends. Most of my friends kind of got it. Some of them didn't, but I didn't pay that too much attention. But I'm going to answer this question Mm -hmm. about my family. So if you would like to know how long it took my family to understand my path of entrepreneurship and leaving my good government job, it took my husband telling them he's good with it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And, you know, I cannot blame them because it's, you know, it's my my grandparents, like, all four of my grandparents were super fucking concerned. 
and some aunts and uncles and stuff. My mom tried me a little bit, but I just told her straight up, like, hey, hey, you see me. I'm always exhausted. I can't show up to anything. This is no way to live. I had to make a choice. Like, can I let go of the comfort of the good government job and take a chance on myself? I think it's time because the way I'm living right now, doing both jobs 100%, I'm not okay. And so she's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Blah, blah, blah. You know, but the rest of my family, they had to really hear it from Al at holiday dinners. Like, oh, yeah, I support her. Yeah, she did it. And I told her if she could just have six months of our bills, I'm good. And like, okay, okay, so you're good. I said, you know what? This is generational. But that shit really happened. And that is how, how my family and friends were able to fully accept things. But I already move in a space of confidence within myself. So I knew when I made up my mind to be a full-time entrepreneur I went upstairs to tell him, but I didn't go upstairs to ask him. That's my answer. What is your number one customer pet peeve, Wumi? If you have one. I don't know. Your customers are probably better than mine. Um, okay. Number one. Number one is um, people telling me that they're too big for my things. Oh, I love your beads, but you know I'm too big. Mm-hmm. That's my number one peeve with your people too. And I don't. I'm. I'm just like, no. <laughs> I don't subscribe to your self hate. Shut up. No. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not with that. And that's not. Um, it's not me. You know, trying to get people's money. Like, oh, I need your money, so I'm going to tell you these things. No. You don't even have to buy, but I don't want you to feel like because of your size, you can't buy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we are already in the bodies that we're in. Like we're, we're in your, you're in your body right now. So why, why are you punishing yourself or why are you restricting yourself? If there's something that you want, why it doesn't, you don't have to wait um to to get something that you want. Yeah. My beads get whatever fucking body is under the shirt. Hey. And guess what? You'll deal. And you they're still beautiful and you still feel good when you put them on. I do. I do. So, yeah, why are you why are you why are you restricting yourself in this way and why are you talking down on yourself in this way? Mm. Cuz that's what it is. Oh no, I can't have that now. You know, I'm too big. Once I lose this belly, and then what? So what about what about right now? So you got to feel miserable right now? Come on. Do you that's, feel, yeah. Do you feel like um a naked belly looks better than a belly that's adorned? You know what? That's a great question. That is I I, I like that. I don't feel that way. I love it. Your belly, your belly is still your belly. <laughs> it doesn't leave because you don't have beads on. <laughs> That's something to think about, folks. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that's number one. That's number one. My number one customer pet peeve. There's an eight-way tie. 
So. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'm kidding. I just um. Hello. <laughs> I really have to choose one because so much shit annoys me. I'm sorry. Well, can I tell you a close second? And I can't really blame them because I still participate. But DMs, DM orders, and um, so not DM questions, right? DM questions are, are cool because if you have questions, I'm willing to answer um, when I when I check my DMs. But them DM orders, especially yo, <laughs> I'll have people try to order based off of um, information that I gave them a year or two ago. <laughs> and that is, that's strange, not strange, well, it is strange because my prices are not the same anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also I got a whole website where you can place an order. So let's do that. Or you can come to a pop-up. But DM orders, yeah. Thank you, Romy. That's it. My number one customer pet peeve is that people don't read. And I will post something that says, Hey guys, we are on time for the such and such release. <sighs> If you placed an order for the such and such release on this date, <laughs> here's when you can expect your tracking information and here's how long we'll be shipping this release because it is X amount of orders. And the comments and DMs come in and it'll be motherfuckers that ordered three days after the date that I said. Your I just want to know the status of my order. I'm just, I'm just trying to find out the status of my order, and I'm like, you know what? I almost wish I didn't post a status because it, <laughs> it triggered you all to DM me and not fully read what I said. Because a lot of this stuff is easily found. Like Shopify makes this shit so easy. Shopify will tell you, hey, you have a tracking number, but your order hasn't shipped yet. And you're but no, still with maybe that's wrong. You're maybe that's wrong. So I need you're still within your processing period. No, I need to I need to talk to you and find out. You specifically. That drives me crazy. Questions that I have already answered in a post and I get DMs about it, that drives me insane. Because I feel like I don't know if you're testing me or my boundaries, which they excuse me, they aren't. It's just me being triggered because I'm just now catching up to what boundaries are, right? So I'm like, why would you send me this shit when I already answered your question? You're just trying to see if I'm going to answer you one-on-one. -on -one. Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. But I just feel like if everybody would take the time to read, you wouldn't even have to do a one-off because there's a whole schedule to everything and how it rolls, off, rolls out. And when shit is off the rails, I'm the first one to tell you. Hey, shit's off the rails. We got some issues. You're going to get an individual email or here's what's going on. Blanket for everybody. I just, that's it. It's the reading thing. 
it, it triggers me real bad. And no, my other pet peeve is when people are like, um, oh, well, I ordered this, but I don't really like Rose. Ooh. You made the choice to order something that was peaches and roses. You cannot come back to me and say, can I bring this back to your store? I put it on and I don't like it. I can't do anything with it. Like, it's not... It's not sanitary. What what would I do with it? You put it on. You read the description. And then you came back to me and said, even though I read the description and I said peaches and roses, I don't like roses. It does roses never smelled good on me. So I want a refund. Why in the world would a small business find it reasonable or to Or a large business? Well, I don't know what the fuck them niggas is doing. I don't know what they're doing. They have a whole, it's, it's a totally different ball game. I kind of do know what they're doing. And it makes me feel like, oh, this is why you can throw out refunds like that. Right? The behind the scenes shit. But mm -hmm. a person is actually making it, selling it, and sending it to you and paying for that whole process. You guys, you gotta, you gotta pay more attention to what you're doing. You got You just have to do it. You just have to read. You have to read the policies. You can't place an order with me with Zen in a jar, and then put a crazy comment on my page the next day and say, "Where's my order? I don't have no information." You didn't read and say and see that it's a seven to ten day processing period, but you're in my comments making me look crazy. When all kinds of entities are watching and making decisions about my brand in general, that's kind of a pet peeve too. Where you feel like, oh, I'm gonna just jump on here and say some wild shit so I can get my order tomorrow. I've gone on a tangent, but it's a trigger <laughs> question. And I will answer the rest of this question because there's more. I will answer it next time. Um, do you remember the first podcast you listened to, Mommy? Like, first podcast ever? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was The Read, as suggested to me by you. Me? Yes. That's crazy. Because then you put me on to Kid Fury. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So... I used to I used to be pressed for his um I think he did it once a week, his weekly YouTube Furious uh, Thought. Yes. And um excuse me. So yeah, it's he he announced there that he was doing a podcast. And I started listening. So yeah, that was it. Yeah, because I think my response to his announcement was what is a podcast <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely my first one too thank you i didn't realize that yeah I, I remember being like okay these youtubes are not coming out as often as they used to so what else is happening okay he said he's doing a podcast there's something that's going to show me where to find this so yeah. Oh, yeah. I drove to Atlanta one day and listened to the entire read up to that point, like maybe four or five years ago. 
Oh my goodness. And that was my indoctrination. When I went to Chateau and Lawn with Tanya. Oh. Red Charger. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because I, I remember we got in the car and she was like, what is this? And I was like, this is a podcast. It's called The Read. And I just listened to like every episode as, um, well, I didn't drive, but she drove. And we listened to every episode. Um, how many do you listen to now? I know you listen to a lot of shit. I listen to a lot. I listen to a lot. Go into your podcast app right now and tell me the last four that you listen to. Okay. Let's see what we have here. Um, okay, so Ratchet and Respectable. I caught up with her last two episodes. They were good. Don't call me white girl. Go ahead. Um, I enjoy I enjoy her show. She is very ridiculous. But she's funny to why? What are the jokes? Um, do you know that I don't need you to approve of what I listen to? No, no, no. I was talking about it when you were having audio issues and how I just really tried, but I could not get into it. Well, I mean, that's fine. Because you listen to stuff that I just refuse to, so. Refuse. Mm-hmm. So what are you listening to? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Okay, but no, I do have a good new one. Reality with the King, Carlos King. Do you know who Carlos King is? Yes. Okay. He has a podcast, bitch, and he is just interviewing housewives and other reality stars will come later, I'm sure, but he is interviewing housewives, bitch, and he's letting you know every episode. It's only been three episodes but every fucking episode, you are to know he is the king of this reality shit. And he knows the behind the scenes of everything. Exactly oh. just like this. He did um, New Jersey and Atlanta. Okay. And do you remember the first season of New Jersey with the table flip? Yes. How could I? Okay. Yeah. So first of all, Teresa was his girl. He loved her. He saw a star in her and he loved uh, Danielle. So Danielle had already planned at the dinner to like show up with the book. And they were just waiting for the right time. Like they were at this dinner for hours. And he talks about how he crawled under the table and handed her the book like, it's go time. That is messy AF. Yeah. He was like, I am a reality TV producer. (laughs) I really enjoy it because it's it's the technical behind the scenes, too. And he's so honest with people. Like, he told Ebony, um, what is her name? Ebony K. Daniels? He told her that he felt like she ruined Real Housewives of New York. Because she came in, like, honest? Well... He he had to retract what he said by the end of the episode because she basically let him know. Well, she was telling him her truth. And then from a reality producer perspective, he was like, oh, okay, you know what? I take back everything I said about you. This was never meant to be about you. You were a pawn. Because the season, like the producers of New York were like, oh, we got to get on this Black Lives Matter shit. Like we have to figure out how to acknowledge what's going on. 
So she came in real hot and heavy, but that's because she was being directed to do that. It wasn't her personality that made her do that because, you know, the black people were mad because they're like, well, bitch, aren't you like a Fox News black person? Like, what's all this? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's it's good. I love it for the behind the scenes of, of the things you never knew were going on with reality shows. And um, he was honest with Charmaine from Black Ink last week. Okay. He was like, yeah, you know, I love Black Ink, but I had to stop watching because... Season two, episode one, you just started being extra and you give that energy of a person that watched themselves on TV for a season and said, I'm going to come back different. And then she gave her tea like, well, yeah, because they told me I have to carry the show because it was supposed to be about Ryan and his baby's mother. Mm -hmm. And the baby's mother was like, oh, no, like after the pilot episode, she was like, I don't want to be on this. Yeah, And so they went to Charmaine like, well, you have the personality, you have this and that, so we need you to punch it up a little bit more because VH1 has already purchased this show. Yeah, it's, it's really fascinating to see what links people will go to to be famous on television. And also, it's just fascinating to know how these things really work. Him saying that he had crawled under that fucking dinner table and handed Danielle that book is crazy. But he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm a reality TV producer. That's what I do. So um, they're going to have two separate versions of Real Housewives of New York now. Did y'all know that? I I did not know that. I also have lost a lot of interest in Housewives. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I saw that. Uh, what's, what's the Potomac wife? Karen. No. Money? The the one married to the old white Ashley, yeah. So Ashley is divorcing. Is supposed to be divorcing the white man. What? So, um, excuse me. This is a fucking hot take. What are you talking about? It's breaking- not. It's not. A, it's not a take. I saw it. <laughs> this is breaking news. Um. What? So apparently, her. Remember, she she did a a second prenup or something where. Yeah. She, Stay for like five years and have like a certain number of kids or something. I don't know. Whatever it was, it seems she seems to have met the standard for it and uh, is now divorcing. So whether it's because her time is up or because she just doesn't want to be married to him anymore or they don't want to be married to each other anymore, whatever that is. Um, excuse me. So I have like in, in that, like I'll, I might check in for that but there's so much mess on the shows i'm not i i no the only one that i can watch is um beverly hills because i am rooting for shannon to get her life on track and have the life that she deserves. I do not care for Heather. I think Heather is a mean girl and a bully. So I watch Beverly Hills just hoping that Shannon gets her shit together. I just, ugh. It's bad right now. It's really bad. I tried to watch New Jersey because I really, I had a different respect for Teresa after the Ultimate Girls Trip series. But Teresa is on New Jersey just still being a messy idiot bully. 
I'm sorry. Like, I don't know that she'll listen to this, but she's defending her boyfriend that has these videos out of him, like, physically abusing. Uh, bitch, fuck that. Can we talk about fucking Rory and Troy songs? I believe Rory, for sure. There have been too many comments about Trey songs. Believe White Kings. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, I feel like Rory had too much... He had too much emotion in what he was saying. And it said to me, he really does know bitches that have been treated crazy by Trey songs. The because the whole the time... Huh? The fact that he said they were like 15. Yeah. That was very wild to me. You know what it made me think about? It made me think about something that somebody that we know. Because she's friends with him. You don't talk about? No. <laughs> okay. I'll text you later, but I mean, we all know her. But I know she's like there and in that mix. So I wonder if she's one of the people who had to deal with that. Not that tolerated it, but had to deal with it. Okay. Yeah. So um, when he said it, like I said, he's always been playing easy. Like he never ruffles feathers because he's in a music industry. Mm -hmm. So for him to so confidently say that with, you know, there's oh. so much feeling. Oh. I was like, okay, this, because you never get this much. Rory plays even kill both sides of the field all the time. Okay. And so I was like, wow, he really means this. And then y'all didn't listen to Dro. Y'all didn't listen to Dro because he only been on two shows. Is that why y'all did that to him? Who was y'all did? What? Dro. So I don't know when that, I, I saw that clip from Dro um, maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know when he actually said it. Like, I don't know when that actually happened or I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's talking about it because Rory said something, but this king said something before. But Rory, like, okay. Rory has a bigger platform than he does. Mm. Hot take. That's a hot take, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's hot. I think it's factual. <laughs> I think it's a factual take. <laughs> yeah. And I think what also comes into play is what you said, that Rory normally doesn't have those type of conversations publicly. Yeah, because when his own boy was accused of rape and sex assault, all that kind of stuff, with uh, Duce Palooza, Mm -hmm. He was really weird on that episode. Like, he he talked about it like, this is really fucked up. I can't believe I knew somebody that did that. This is really fucked up. But it was like one of his close close. It's like if you turned out to be like a rapist or, you know, something crazy, serial killer. Okay. So like, we're close, but I just didn't know. But now it's all over the internet. Okay. So he was just like, this is not Okay. I didn't know nothing about this, but blah, blah, blah. He couldn't say but so much because he really, from what I understood, didn't know. But this, it seems that he had 500% factual knowledge of. 
just because he said these women are not known to lie. Rory is a Kappa. Rory knows a lot of women. So if these are the women that he has categorized as not known to lie, he might know what he's talking about. I don't know. But I think y'all need to look into Trey Songs. I mean, he has allegations all the time. All the time. Right. And so it's like, is everybody just picking on you? All the time. We're just making up stories about you again oh, and again. Are you about to buy NBC? Good night. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> hey, Wumi. <laughs> I'm sorry. That really tickled me. I'm sorry. He's definitely about... I'm going to ask Desi tomorrow if he was at the meeting where they broke the deal. Oh, my God. And things went left. I'm going to do that. I definitely am. Hold on. Where is this? I lost my screen of the agenda. I was laughing too hard. Um, The podcast that I listen to, I listen to Joe Biden podcast... And um, it's because I'm I'm toxic. I just I enjoy toxic engagement. Um, I also listen to you know like I said, reality with the king, and keep it. Do y'all listen to keep it? What is that? You listen to keep it. Keep it is a really good, in my opinion, pop culture cop pop podcast from Ira something and his two friends. But it's really good. And even like, they're all like obviously really busy. They must be like writers over in LA or something. But so they'll be like alternates sometimes, but it's always like interesting alternates. And um, the guest interviews are good too. Like the last episode I listened to, the guest interview was Judith Light. Don't oh, wow. love Judith Light? Okay. <laughs> and she, I, I, lo- I love her so much. Like I love her even more since listening to her interview on that podcast. Um, but I listened to the episode today. I forget who the guest was, but Ira and Lewis were talking about like their favorite movies growing up, like their, their top favorite movies. <gasps> Do you want to talk about your top three favorite movies real quick? No. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I'll ask you another day. Please. Thank you. <laughs> you no, know, I am not used to no, bitch. I handle that like an adult. So. <laughs> Was there a podcast that inspired you to change something about yourself or your business? Um, I don't, I don't know. I can say that I've listened to podcasts and, um, heard things that made me be like, am I like this? Do I do this? 
but I can't, I also can't point to any one particular show or any one particular, um, act or thing that I should change about myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I think just in my, like my journey of self-awareness, um, I've come across some, some things like, okay, you know, something should, should change or I don't like this, but nothing specific that I can answer at this time. Okay. I would say the product boss podcast, they really, really focus on. Okay. Their podcast is really good. And it's, it's short. Like it's usually never, never longer than like 27 minutes. But they focus on product-based businesses, and they'll share insight because they're both multimillionaires from their respective areas. But they're best friends, and they just like, hey, like let's do a podcast and help like other bitches that want to make money. And so, um, you know, they'll they will share gems about pricing and free apps to use to figure out your cost analysis. And how to promote yourself. And I learned about selling on fair through them too. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So they are really um, who I trust as experts. Because there's a lot of fucking smoke and mirrors out here. You guys are telling people anything. But Product Boss, I feel they have a whole community built around proven results. So I trust them. And I make changes based on that. Um who is your favorite podcast host and why? I don't I don't have a favorite. I listen to I listen to the same podcast every um and I enjoy each of them for different reasons, but I don't I don't have a favorite. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Who's your favorite? Joe Budden. It's oh, it's not. It's you. Oh please. Mm-hmm. Because you can undress people in a kind way without them realizing what's happening. Um, <laughs> you can assess a situation with a fresh perspective and you don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. And I think with the broader platform podcast that I listen to in in my toxic world, I think those things are some, those decisions and conversations are often influenced by money and, you know, like contracts and stuff like that. Like the way we hear about certain artists like all the time, but they don't really have anything mm-hmm. going on. Sometimes it's hard for me to trust the judgment because I'm like, okay, well, obviously you guys are in relationships some kind of way. So this is an objective, but I like mm-hmm. to hear like raw objective conversation. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. It was solidified for me with the interviews. Oh. Like I started... <laughs> listening to our episodes differently like hmm hmm something's going on with this one (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah yeah so it's good it's refreshing because nobody owns you like you're gonna say whatever the fuck it is 
and you don't care because it's not like you're like, oh, well, Atlantic Records, they gave me $20 to say that Cardi B's album is good. Like, you don't have that going on. Or, you know, I went to the club with, um, who's another famous person? God damn, I'm so old. Uh, Lucky Day. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Please, please shut the fuck up. What's a Lucky Day song, bitch? I, I hear his name a lot. When I hear I Lucky know. Day, I think Daniel Caesar, and I know that they're different. I'm not even going to tell you who I think. Like, I just started to realize his face and his name and put them together. Ooh. No, Lucky Day. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize what he actually looked like because for whatever reason, I hear Lucky Day and I think of, um... I feel like there was some like white man in R and B whose name was like similar to that. And so every time I hear today that name, I think of the white man and then I a picture of this tall, dark skinned man. Like that's that's not it. So I don't Okay. I don't I don't follow the conversation because I don't know what Lucky Day looks like. I just get a visual of Daniel Caesar. So I'm sorry. Not Daniel I've Caesar. I've wasted your time. So. But you like Daniel Caesar because he sings best part, right? That's correct. With, with another person, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Her. Yeah. H-E-O. <gasps> I really like that lady. Okay. Good. I like her too. Mm-hmm. What is the newest podcast you started listening to? I already answered this. Um... I think the most recent one is for me, uh, Don't Call Me White Girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, know she, I don't know how long she's been having a podcast. It's fairly new to me. Mm. Um, I will say one of the podcasts I listened to um, just switched hosts. And it's not the same for me. What is it? Is it one of your news podcasts? Mumi likes to listen to like podcasts about news. Yes, it is. It's it's an NPR podcast. Oh, Christ Almighty, Mumi! It's been a minute. It's been a minute. That's what it's called. (laughs) I would hear a podcast about the news. Why did you start a, a podcast? Because um, you and I have a ridiculous banter um, that comes very naturally. And people kept telling us how they enjoyed watching or listening to us interact. And um, the Facebook oh, statuses, Facebook. yes, how we would be in the same room making Facebook statuses about each other, to each other, talking to each other on Facebook like we weren't sitting on the same couch. Mommy, I would steal your phone and make these weird statuses. Yeah. The memories. And they don't lie. The Facebook, they don't lie. Facebook sends the memories every time. And you love to just show them to me. 
Yes. Because you like to pretend they don't exist. Oh, uh, yeah. I no. love to pretend that. No, that is no. the preference. This, this happened. Remember what you said this to me? Remember when you did this? <laughs> Remember when you thought this should be a status? Also, Facebook, you know, like, I understand, that I, you know, it's a great idea, but also leave us alone with these I don't need it. I don't need to know nothing she was talking about. Or, like, if we're going to do the memories, let's keep them at, like, five years. Yep, I could do that. Anything past that is unnecessary. I'm not that person anymore, for the most part. Bitch, I would just get on the internet and fuss about people at my job. Like, just... That's not important to anyone. And also, that's young people shit. It's young people shit. I I don't enjoy old me on the internet. As much as I try to delete, like, Facebook comes back day after day, like, oh, we got this. Do you remember this from, like, 2009? Remember you said this? Who were you mad at? Do you even remember? No. Of course not. Why would I even remember? What is the most challenging part of podcasting? Making the time to do it. Because, of course, I enjoy um, talking to you, but we talk anyway, right? But, like, the the organization that we need to have for a podcast is, is difficult to maintain. (laughs) And I'm really grateful and appreciative or um, grateful to and appreciative of, I don't know, whatever the words are to make, make sense. That's really struggle for me too. I think you did it right. Thank you. Um, basically, thank you, Sarita, for working with us. And, you know, I know that we test your patients regularly. Um, but, yeah, you, 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 you help us a lot. So, thank you. I can't believe that I read Make Sure Your Phones Are Charged. And my phone still wasn't charged. Like, I just... What what percentage was it on? It went to 10. I got the 10% notification when I jumped up and said, y'all, I got to go. I have to go get the charger. But if you could have seen the disdain in Al's face, this is how he did it. He's like... Because, you know, I say this to you all the time. How are you coming from home and your phone is under 20%? It doesn't make, this doesn't make sense to me. Well, um, this episode um, was not about my phone. So I just want to thank you all for listening. You brought it up. <laughs> I did. I, I cannot believe I did that shit. I cannot believe it. I'm smart. And I did that. <laughs> now, and you talking about people who don't read mm. full circle mm, mm, mm. and was faced with my own bullshit that, that shit came I was like oh my god not you you're not this person you already could not navigate joining the recording 
Well, that was a task in itself. Now your phone so. is dead. But I thought I was checking all the boxes by like, I ran out of that store by 7-12. Like, you have got to get out of here. You got to order your dinner, take your shower as fast as you can. <sighs> but guess what? We made we it. We did. Yay. We did. We did that shit. We got our first um, two episodes of our new beginning question mark. We got them done. We had an interview, bitch. We had a real legit entrepreneur interview. Yay for us. I mean, we've we've done those before. Yep, but like with like us trying to record two episodes. I like I said, I was just overthinking most of this. Unnecessarily. You mm, all right. No, t- please continue. Say what you had to say. No. I don't have anything to say about your lovely mother. Now you you see now you see she she brought her up. You know that you did that. You just did I'm, that. Look at you. Yes, hang your I head. was just gonna say your mama, but don't tell her that. It's not necessary. You just told everyone. So. We're not recording anymore. Who told you that? Serena. <laughs> Please. Nobody told you that. Why do you keep telling yourself stuff? Nobody told you that. What are you talking about? Weirdo. We're not recording anymore. You're a lunatic. This is Bees and Butter. Be sure to like, subscribe, and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This is the Beads and Butter Podcast. This episode has been produced and edited by Vine Me Up Productions. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.